Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let's speak to Justin McCampbell, who's a representative of one of the main teaching unions here. And this is in relation to two elements, indeed, of uh, news regarding uh, teachers. Quite a lot happening on the educational front as uh, teachers draw towards the Easter holidays. But uh, Justin is with the NAS UWT and I notice he's, uh, his union, and it was just one of a number of unions, that are uh, criticising this idea of indeed the teaching the teaching staff, new, new blood within teaching uh, getting graduate internships at Dundonald Primary School in Belfast where they'll be working for £7.70 an hour. Now that is pretty low. That is low. And they, this this comes through Stranmillis University College. Uh, Justin, good morning. Uh, good morning, Frank. Justin, seven pounds seventy an hour. If someone told you when you were leaving school that you were going to study at university for four years and you were going to go through the rigors of teaching practice and essay writing and being judged by university lecturers, and you'd be in a long queue to acquire a job that would pay your mortgage, um, you would probably take on the challenge, but if you thought you were going to earn £7.70 an hour uh, overseeing reading at Dundonald Primary School, you might think you have been taken advantage of. Is that how you see it? Uh, it certainly is, Frank. And when I think back to when I trained uh, to be a teacher, I did a one-year PGCE. I knew the salary, and if I had known a salary was going to be £7.70 an hour, I would have found something more useful to do with my time. Yeah, I can't help thinking that that's the strongest argument in this. The other side of the coin, however, is that these are young people who are fully trained to be teachers and they can get their foot on the ladder by going into this primary school or indeed, we're not blaming the primary school, of course, they need all the help they can get. We're, we're, we're talking yeah. about the initiative through Stranmillis University College. They're, they're getting an opportunity to go in to show what they're made of and it, it may spark or lead to something else in the future. They, they, they have already done this. Students at Stranmillis, the majority of them, have completed a four-year uh, Bachelor of Education. Uh, they have been in the schools, they have worked for free uh, in the schools, and they have learned their trade. And when they've graduated from uh, Stranmillis, they are ready to go as fully qualified teachers. Uh, to pay them £7.70 an hour uh, is an absolute insult. They will be going into Dundonald Primary School as the lowest paid workers in that school. Uh, the classroom assistants, for example, will be earning between £9.25 and £9.82. Uh, if uh, anyone in the minimum wage who is over 25 will actually earn £8.21. 
Uh, it, it, it is frankly ridiculous that students who would be graduating with large amounts of debt would be expected to work uh, for these levels. Can you see no plus at all in terms of education? Because in terms of numeracy and literacy, they could be improving the status of, of, of children who really do need their help. Well, clearly, all help in the classroom would make a difference uh, to those children. But, I mean, what type of message does it send, does it send out? You know, work hard and you too can earn £7.70 an hour. It's absolutely ridiculous. So you would like to see more money spent at governmental level to create proper jobs for these teachers? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, There are, in the last seven, eight years, the school population has increased by 15,000, while at the same time the number of teachers has dropped. And we have calculated that if the ratios had stayed the same, there would be an extra 1,000 teachers in the system now. So it's not that uh, government hasn't worked out how the number of teachers to train. It's that they haven't matched up the number of teachers they're training with what's actually happening in schools. We now have primary, many primary schools where class sizes are well in excess of 30. The system is broken, but the answer to fixing that system isn't to pay people at £7.70 an hour to do the job. The system, it's easy to argue the system is broken and I've kept a close eye on the education system the whole way through because I qualified to be a teacher myself. My my wife worked her entire professional career as a teacher and many of my peer group and best pals are teachers. So I might come across as slightly sympathetic. And I, I worked with one of your best pals for many years. Yeah, well, the thing is, I, I may come across as slightly sympathetic to the cause of teachers, but that's because I've seen it from the side of the teacher. I've seen the general decline in the education system over the past uh, 25 years or so and the additional demands put on teachers and how much the teacher has to put in way over and beyond the, you know, the acceptable salary that they, that they do get. Yeah. I, I, I'm seeing now, however, uh, something where young teachers are being asked to to work for a pittance and you know if it, if it was my daughter I would be advising her not to do it I just have to be to be honest honest with you however there's the other side of the, this argument and it is down to the fact that the, t- the, the teachers know when they're applying for jobs here in Northern Ireland that there aren't jobs for them unless they're prepared to go and work in a different system in England where they're begging you to work. The jobs don't exist here in Northern Ireland, so why are we training so many teachers? Uh, that's a question I think people will be asking, and I think Stradmolist need to reflect on what reputational damage they have now done uh, to themselves in this. uh, young people are choosing to go into education possibly when they're 17, 18 years old when they're filling in UCAS forms Um, and they do need to be aware uh, of what the prospects are and I do think a lot of them now who are maybe off on school holidays listening to this uh, might might well uh, think again if this is the prospect uh, that faces them. I mean a job that's paying £7.70 an hour that even for doesn't even pay pay, holiday pay, for all of the days in which uh, the school will be closed. Do you think the government care? Sorry, I said, do you think the government care? We don't have a government. <laughs> if, if, if we had an education minister, would, would, would he or she intervene on this? Or do you think might they support it? Of course, we're being hypothetical because I've almost forgotten what an education minister looks like. Yeah, and I, I think we all have. Uh, education in Northern Ireland uh, 
does suffer by the lack of imagination of polit- of politicians. Um, that we do need a wholesale uh, review uh, of of education and what education uh, is is about uh, in Northern Ireland. Um, we do have to look at the, the whole system from nursery uh, right through to third level, and we do need an education minister who's going to come forward if he's prepared uh, to take that on. Now, Caroline is listening to you, and she's originally from America, but she has a, a question, I think, that she wants to ask uh, you as a union representative, uh, Justin. Uh, Caroline, okay. good morning. Good morning, and I'm phoning um, within my role as a senior lecturer at Queen's um, in teaching English to speakers of other languages. Many of my students, graduate students, um, graduate with master's and doctoral degrees and end up working as classroom assistants. And there are many other classroom assistants who have degrees and are qualified as teachers but have a very difficult time moving from the classroom assistant role to the teaching role. And to me, this is a problem that needs to be addressed first before you start introducing more and more people at seven pounds an hour into the mix. So it's, it's, it's a comment you're making as opposed to a, a question. How would you, how it would is you, a question. Yes, well, the question is, how would you address those individuals who are on classroom assistant contracts who are fully qualified, what will you say to them in comparison to all of those people who are bringing in, who are brand new, who haven't, haven't moved over from one contract to the other? How are you going to address this population? How do you see that as a union rep, Justin? Uh, we believe that if there are people who are qualified as teachers who are working as classroom assistants, that they should be getting support in relation to uh, ongoing CPD that will enable them to apply for teaching jobs. And what, what, and, is, yeah, what is CPD? Uh, it, it, uh, continuous professional development. Uh, it may be that some of them, after being working in another role for a few years, may feel that they don't have the confidence and experience uh, to, to apply uh, for teaching jobs. But the issue I highlighted today is actually uh, very different because the job that was advertised was advertised for a qualified teacher. And in the job description said that the person should be able to create and teach programs and activities. So this is an actual teaching job that you have to be qualified for. So it is distinct from the question around uh, classroom assistance. Uh, this needs uh, dealt with, um, and we are calling on Stranmullis College uh, to to end this uh, program. Uh, certainly, if it's running at the minute, they may well have to honour uh, contracts uh, to the end of this year. But certainly, we do not expect this program to run again uh, from from September. If we allow this to run, it will be the thin end of the wage, and this will be become how all teachers in future will enter the profession. That's not something that we can accept as a trade union that represents teachers. Okay, I'll have the statement from the depart- from Stramalis College from Stramalis College in, in just a moment. I, I read I read that. But uh, Justin, just with regards to what Caroline was saying there, uh, how many classroom assistants are actually qualified teachers who can't get jobs as teachers? I, I actually don't know uh, of, of that many. I've heard one or two I'm uh, aware of. In terms of people who have actually registered with the General Teaching Council who are working as classroom assistants, I imagine the figure 
it's, it's fairly low. Okay, do stay with me, Justin, because I want to ask you about another issue of education in just a second. But uh, Caroline, you're in academia. D- do you get a sense that we are training too many teachers in Northern Ireland? Um, I get a sense that we don't have any idea of how many teachers we need to train in Northern Ireland, in partially because of the number of teachers who end up going to England. So I think it's, and how many teachers are being trained to go abroad. I think it's a very complex question, but I think it's something that needs to be, we need to really sit down and say how many teachers are needed, what is going to happen with retirement, and I I don't think that that's an easy question to answer. Uh, Caroline, thank you for raising it. It's something for us to uh, think about, uh, two elements of what you are saying. Now, also with regards to um, teaching is the element of bullying. Apparently 40% of teachers are being bullied. Uh, Justin, who's doing the bullying? Is it, is, it, is it fellow staff? Is it parents, um, pupils, or a whole mix of all three? It is a mix of all three. In relation to our survey of our members, though, that 70% reported that the bullying was being carried out uh, by principals or senior leaders. Uh, 38% reported that it was their line manager, but they also said in 22% of cases it was by other teachers, 8% by support staff, and then 4% uh, by governors. And how do you need this addressed? Because I presume with social media, if a teacher is being bullied in the classroom, that bullying extends to social media with things being said about maybe a teacher that for some reason is unpopular. Maybe through no fault of their own, of course. Yeah, it does. And and initially, when social media came along, most of the bullying of teachers uh, initially was carried out by pupils. But unfortunately, we're now finding that it's parents uh, that are more likely to be, almost more likely to get involved in bullying that can really undermine uh, people's careers. Uh, Sometimes children can be quite foolish. Obviously, sometimes that can lead to serious stuff. But when parents get involved, uh, unfortunately, it can be very malicious and there can even be an element of coordination sometimes among parents uh, against teachers. You you can't vouch for the mental attitude or maybe the just sheer badness that exists within an individual in a community and some parents may be impossible to deal with. We give some teachers, or rather some pupils, a buy ball because they, for want of a better term, may grow out of a phase that they're going through, but they're making life incredibly uncomfortable for a teacher. However, a fellow member of staff, a a person who's a a governor in a school or a a VP or a head in a school, how do you cope with that form of bullying? That's uh, extremely difficult. And with that type of bullying, then really impacts people, it affects uh, their whole life, their health, their uh, mental well-being, and it leads them to the position where they actually feel that they can't actually get up and go to work uh, and do their jobs. And we believe that in some cases this is actually a deliberate uh, tactic that if people are treated badly, that they will be more likely to go elsewhere or maybe even uh, resign from the profession. It's a very sad commentary. Do, do, uh, are you aware of teachers who are preparing to resign or are looking forward to the, the summer coming to get, a, to get away from it all because they're being tortured by those who are employing them? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we hear uh, cases of members who would be phoned in on a weekly basis telling us uh, how, they, 
how they're being uh, bullied at work. Uh, quite a lot of this bullying does come about because of the impact of cuts on education, where uh, some uh, principals decide that they're going to have to push teachers more and more uh, to do the work uh, that in the past would have been done by a greater number of teachers. So schools are pushing uh, teachers uh, to deliver uh, the same the same standards that were delivered uh, 10 years ago, but with potentially 10, 15 percent less teachers uh, in the building. And people, you know, teachers are resilient up to a point. Uh, teachers do work beyond their hours, again, up to a point. But when it actually starts impacting a teacher's family lives, that, that starts affecting their relationships uh, with their partners and their children, it has gone too far when that starts to happen. Okay, uh, Justin McConville, thank you very much indeed. If you're a parent or if you're a pupil off at the moment and you're giving a teacher a hard time, maybe you should stop and think about the difficult task they have. Because I know when I was a parent with a child at school, the only child I could see in the school was my own daughter. I, I couldn't see any other child. But when I talk to friends of mine who are teachers, they say, like, they can see 30 children in the classroom. It's not just your child. There's 30 children and 30 sets of parents. So uh, maybe those parents who are being really hard on teachers need to back back. Uh, as for the individual pupils who would be, is it going through a phase or are they just, you know, bad? I don't, I don't know, but they give a teacher a really hard time. I think it's a phase more than anything else. Maybe in this day and age, you should be aware of how painful it is to put any human being uh, through that form of, of suffering. But if you're a member of staff, and you're giving your fellow colleagues a hard time, well, you know, why are you doing it? This, these are questions that are well worth asking. And indeed, if we had an education minister, we'd invite him or her on the programme, but sure, we haven't had one since way back in the mists of time. Right, uh, 02890 7 Good morning to you. As for the internship uh, in relation to Stranmillis College, the internship role description makes it clear that they are always under guidance and mentorship of senior staff. The vice principal of the school will supervise the intern and coordinate their programme of work, ensuring consistency of fidelity to the agreed objectives of the programme. The internship provides an opportunity for those just graduating from teaching, from a teaching degree, to engage in projects under the guidance of an experienced practitioner. Uh, the college uh, also says interns were not to be used as substitute class teachers as part of their role. That statement from Stranmillis College, who... I'm sure are doing their very best to improve literacy and numeracy in, in some schools. But is it the right way to go about it to suggest that highly qualified people <clears throat> work for £7.70 an hour? This is the U105 phone in. Uh, good morning. 02890-3105 is our number. If you're uh, getting in touch with us, if you've a, an issue to debate or discuss, if you've a topic that you'd like us to uh, cover on the programme, well, as I say, you do know the number. It's 02890-3105. So uh, lots to do on the show right through until 12 noon. Whatever is on your mind, uh, give us a bell. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh. 